0: For the seventeenth time now, seventeen. I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco the podcast. I started out wanting to talk about just the general quarterback situation of each team, but because I just finished writing a blog post about cracking, make, making some uh, some wild guesses as to how teams could. How every team in the league could potentially go get Tua. Uh, It ended up being a how could every team go get Tua. And I took it a little more seriously than I did the blog. But you should check out the blog. There's some, I like some of my jokes in there. You might like them too. But uh, one segment today, quick hitter. It's draft day. There's going to be a ton of content tomorrow. Doing the draft recap with Doug uh, Thursday night. So excited for that. That'd be three, three pods this week with one of my best friends. So stoked for that. But yeah, I dive into like who's who's legitimately like if Tua was there for them, would they take him? Is kind of how I handled the pod. The blog is more, okay, what kind of crazy shit would have to happen for them to want Tua, for them to go get Tua. Um but yeah, I had I had fun with this one, I had fun with the blog post. Excited for you guys' feedback. And you know, I think there's 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 one thing that's kind of been and, and there's one thing that's kind of been sticking with me lately about the podcast and everything else, is that you know I'm only on episode 17, but this feels really good and and the numbers look really good and the momentum's there, and I appreciate you guys so much for for sticking it out and all the like wonderful reviews and even the shitty reviews. I just, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. And it's like, there's uh you know, this is something that, you know, the YouTube and the Twitch and everything else. Like I wasn't able to stay up till, you know, midnight one o'clock working on this stuff. And right now it's 1237 AM. But this is telling me that I really like doing this. And so, um, what, what that should tell you guys is that one, Uh, hopefully I'll be able to keep it going but two is that I I really would love um, your feedback constructive or otherwise on how the pod's going and what you think of it, what I can do to improve it, what you want to hear ideas for segments all that shit and that would mean a lot to me if you guys helped build this thing the way you guys want it because if you guys love it you'll go tell five people and that's how we That's how we build some, build some velocity. So anyways, thank you guys so much. We're off to a great start and, uh, I can't wait for the fucking draft. So, um, up next, the set, my segment on starts out like, Hey, what is your team's QB situation? And kind of, you know, merges in with the blog post I did on medium.com at not Joe Flacco, medium.com slash at not Joe Flacco. Go check it out. It's a quick read. It's like a five-minute read. Thanks, guys. Episode 17 of Nacho Flacco, the podcast, is brought to you by socialism. Socialism. It's basically what the NFL draft is pooling resources, and everybody gets, has to go in order, and you stand in the bread line, and you wait for the player that comes to you. And if there's no good players when it comes to your pick, tough shit. And it rewards people that don't do well. Socialism, sponsoring today's episode of Nacho Flacco the Podcast. Okay, so it's draft day, folks, and we are, listen, the the whole point of the NFL draft, set your team up for the future. You don't have a future if you don't have a quarterback. So I'm going to be going through each team's quarterback need ranking thing. I'm basically giving you my feedback on each team and whether or not, what type of quarterback and when they might be looking at a quarterback in this draft. We're going to start with the AFC North because they've got the first pick in the draft. The Bengals are going to take Joe Burrow. The goal here is that they're set for the next 15 years. We talked about on the Carson Palmer podcast from Monday uh, and even on thing on the first podcast that I'd ever done was one of the questions was Joe Burrow going to be a bust and I said, maybe, probably not. The recent history of quarterbacks isn't great, but the organization he's going to is terrible, especially for quarterbacks. And I don't see anybody being crazy successful uh, in Cincinnati. Yeah, I think, and and like I said on the Carson Palmer podcast, Carson Palmer's had a top 10 career from like the last 20 years a top 10 quarterback career from the last 20 years but he played for the Bengals the Raiders and the Cardinals and so he gets no love no respect only one playoff win in his career and those are the things that'll make it seem like you know a quarterback of a very high caliber is not you know is 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 closer to a bust so um the the Bengals are obviously getting that that position fixed the Browns have a guy. I, I like Baker Mayfield. I like the swagger. I like the the bravado. But the, again, we're talking about terrible organizations, and he's going to be on his second, head, third head coach in three years. Three head coaches in three years. So I don't see the Browns taking a quarterback except really late, like fifth round and beyond. The Steelers had their chance last year to see what Mason Rudolph had. I don't think they think he's got it. They've got Big Ben back this year, but they have to be looking. QB of the future, you know, they are a candidate in the second, third, fourth rounds to try and find somebody that they can groom. The Ravens are in as good a position as any team in the league in terms of their quarterback. Uh, they may be looking for, for a backup quarterback, a project quarterback. You can never have too many of these guys. Maybe a guy that's similar in style. I don't know who that might be, but they might be looking for somebody that's similar in style to Lamar Jackson so that they can continue to run. The key for the Ravens is going to be conti- being able to continue to run the same plays whether Lamar's in there or the backup's in there. The Dolphins should be looking quarterback. There's a there's a there's a rumor out that they're looking to jump ahead of the Giants, trade up with the Lions to jump ahead of the Giants to take a tackle, which would be, I don't know if they're thinking that two is going to fall and maybe they're going to use eighteen, their pick at eighteen to trade up for two or wait for two to drop to them. Um, but I think that that also could just be a, a, a smokescreen that they, you know, they it just could be a smokescreen. I don't necessarily believe it, but God, you, you've got to think with the, you know, that team would be in a really good spot. I like their coaching staff. I like what they've done with their off season. They'd be in a really good spot. If they had a, if they had a, a, a good quarterback fits magic, notwithstanding um, the jets, the jets think they're set uh, with Sam Darnold. I, I talked about this on the Sam Darnold pod. They are they're. I they've got gaze he's the problem not darnold they're probably not going to draft a quarterback very high and uh because of that you know they're obviously not in the Tua sweepstakes the bills are very high on Josh Allen I'm not I think that it would be reasonable if I'm the G- if I'm the bills GM I'm taking Tua Oh shit! I don't even have a first round draft pick. Hmm, how do I pull this off? How do I get Tua and switch Josh Allen to tight end? I gotta think about this. The Jaguars are interesting. They're sitting there at uh, nine, I think, and they've only they really only got Gardner Minshew, and so if Tua drops to them, that's a really interesting team because it's, it, they're not talentless. They need some help on defense, but, you know, Tua's, Tua's got an elite skill set, and and Minshew's kind of more of like a a super backup. And, I, th- you know, I think that, you know, if, if you can get Tua at nine and you're the Jaguars, you've got to do it. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, you know, Ryan Tannehill played his fucking ass off last season. Again, I've said this a couple of times. He was basically, if you remove all the the minimum requirements for passes thrown and things, he was the best quarterback in the league, which is, on, which is unreal considering what we thought of him just a year ago. And so I don't think the Titans are in the market at all. But that being said, you know, if, if two were to drop into the 20s, you know, maybe they're thinking about it. You know, because he's not going to be expensive. You got to You got to have a backup, anyways. It's insurance in case Tannehill was a one year wonder or a half year wonder. Um, the Texans are set at quarterback. That doesn't mean that Bill O'Brien won't trade Deshaun Watson to the Patriots. We'll see. They don't have a first round pick. Patriots do. Could we see Deshaun Watson? In those new Patriot uniforms, which I like, by the way. Kind of sick. Uh the Indianapolis Colts. They've got Brissett, who they obviously don't think is the future. They've got Rivers, who is obviously not the future. He's the I think he's only on a one year deal for Christ's sakes. So are they a team that could make a run at Tua? Would they Would they be interested potentially in finding a way to, to, to bring him on? The Chiefs are set. Don't need to go into that. The Chargers, the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. If he falls to six, man, they've got to get him. They have got to get him. You can't open that stadium with Tyrod Taylor as your number one quarterback. And same, same for the Raiders. If Tua were to drop to 12, and, and the Raiders have the luxury of having two first-round picks this year, so could they just as likely move up? You know, if Tua falls to eight, which I think is where the Cardinals are at, they don't need a quarterback. Not that the Cardinals have ever shied away from taking a quarterback in the first round of the draft. They might just fucking t- make the pick out of habit. But the Raiders are absolute candidate to, to trade up a couple spots. You know, they've got those two first-round picks. Two is not 6'8", so I don't see the Broncos being interested. They also have Drew Locke. So I think they're going to give Drew Locke a little time. The Cardinals, as I just talked about, you know, if, if they're, if they're going to make the pick, it's out of habit. And just because they're on autopilot and they're like, oh, shit, first round. uh, What do we do? Oh, that's right. What did we do last few years? Great. Draft quarterback. The Niners are set. Um but you know, if they were to trade down, you know, if they're if the guys that they wanted aren't there at thirteen, and Tua is, and they've got offers to trade down. Now, like the likelihood of trading down and a team trading up to thirteen with two on the board and then not taking Tua, like that is infinitismally infantismally small. But if something like that were to happen where the Niners were able to accumulate some more picks, trade down, and then they're sitting there at eighteen. And maybe they've got, you know, maybe maybe uh, they've got eighteen twenty six and now thirty one. Do they take Tua just as a you know just as a flyer? Be interesting. The Seahawks they're set, but you know Russell's. You know he's not not he's not young anymore. He's not old for a quarterback. Certainly, he's not young anymore. Could they? You know could could the Seahawks be kind of doing that? Well, you know what if? What if he drops? What if he does? The, what if he goes on the Aaron Rodgers slide? Are we? Are we in? I don't. Know, I mean, it's not like Russell Wilson's getting any MVP votes. Maybe Tua would get an MVP vote. That'd be huge for Seattle. Um, the Rams. You know, they're not set at quarterback. I hate Goff, and not just because I'm a Niners fan. I hate Goff for the Rams. I love him for the Niners. I don't think they're going to win anything with Goff. They don't have first round picks. Like their only asset is Sean McVeigh. So if they wanted to, they'd probably have to trade Sean McVeigh. So would the Lions trade number three for Sean McVeigh? I'm the Lions, I'd fucking do it. Patricia's garbage. Uh the Redskins. I like Haskins. I think I don't think you throw 50 touchdowns in college in, in a major conference by accident. So i I like Haskins. But they might not. That's a new you know, new regime. New coaching staff, new everything. But they don't have to do much if they want to, or they could just take him at two. The Giants are at four. They're not going to take him. They feel like they're set with Daniel Jones. But, you know, I mean, if you're down on Dwayne Haskins, you kind of have to be down on on Daniel Jones. Their, their st- stats last year, even given the fact that Haskins got much less prep and, you know, their stats aren't dissimilar in terms of some of like the averages and the yards for yards for throw and things like that. It's not they're not crazy off. The Cowboys. I think this is the wrong time for the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Um. It's a, it's the wrong time for the Cowboys, but could they do it? Absolutely. Would that, how much pressure would that put on on Dak you know cuz you could you franchise you know you've got Dak franchised you maybe give Dak a year let to sit and if, if Dak doesn't figure it out you franchise again franchise him again and then trade him and now you've got now you've got a cheap cuz part of the Cowboys problem is their crazy salary cap problems right now they're paying everybody right now and you know Dak's going to go from making a half million a year to 35 million it's a big chunk out of your salary cap. If they were to, if they were to figure out a way to get to it, they'd be, you know, sitting there with the four or five million dollar a year instead of thirty five. That's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of other players you can spend that money on. Um, the Eagles are. The Eagles are set. Wentz isn't going to go anywhere. Do they need a backup? Some at some point, sure. Um the Lions this is interesting because Stafford's like in safford's in his 30s at this point I think like 31 and coming off a, a season was with, with his first major injury so you know what what's possible there you know it's like could they could they take two of there at 13 I have no idea what Stafford's contract is like, now I'm going to have to actually go check that out after this. But I don't think you'd take a. I uh, Unless they know something. If, if they take Tua like at three or trade down and take him at five or seven or something like that, then they know something about Stafford's injury that they're not telling anybody. Uh, the Packers, they don't... There's no meaningful back, back up there. Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy that he's just gonna fucking pack up and quit one year. He's not even gonna give you any notice. You know, Pat, Rodgers doesn't have he doesn't have any. I don't think he's got any of like the the big records in sight because you know he he didn't get his career off the ground for the first three four years. So I'm yeah. not sure he's chasing any big career records. So you know, it's like I don't I don't see Rodgers playing into his 40s. So could you, could the Packers conceivably, I mean, 30 is a long way to fall, but Aaron Rodgers fell to 24. So who the fuck knows? Um, yeah, this is kind of, this kind of turned into, well, who could, who could take two? And and part of the reason this turned into this is because I've, I've got a blog article up. I just started writing blogs on top of the podcast. So hopefully you guys can check that. Out. I probably talked to, I, I probably ta- already talked about it at the top of the pod, but Anyway, I'm just mentioning it again. Little little self-plug. But Tua's actually won a game on Monday night. Kirk Cousins hasn't. Think about it. Uh, The Bears are obviously not set, but they obviously don't have a first-round draft pick because of the Khalil Mack trade. I think it's still the Khalil Mack trade. So the... um, Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't yeah. Oh, and they've got Nick Foles. So they're really, you know, the Bears are are really set at the the Bears are really good at not being set at quarterback. And then finally the NFC South. You know, it's like the Panthers like if they were to sign if they were to draft Tua, they'd only have Teddy and Tua for a combined like eighteen million. It's a really reasonable number to pay a quarterback this year. It wouldn't be crazy to have both of them. Um, the Bucks QB, he might retire in the next couple of years. I've got a feeling. So maybe they, you know, but I think the Bucs are probably more likely going, you know, going to try and protect that old ass quarterback. The Saints are always looking for system quarterbacks. Two would slide right in. And, uh, uh, and then the Falcons. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan's 34. So, you know, and hasn't really won anything and is expensive and the team needs help. So, you know, if you're not I, the the problem the problem there is that the GM and the coach right now, they're not thinking long term. They're trying to save their jobs this this year. And so they're not taking a project quarterback, they're not taking anybody that's not gonna help them. So NFL.com had said they'd laid out like before free agency who the QB needy teams were. And they said Panthers and Jags and Bucks and and Redskins, Lions, Colts, Raiders, Patriots, and Saints. And some of these you can cross off. Like Colts obviously got their guy. Lions are a maybe, and we kind of talked about a lot of them. But there's there's probably 10 or 12 teams that are kind of like QB insecure easily right now. And uh, I would love because this is this is kind of the position that the 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 Chiefs were in couple of years ago with Mahomes, they had a good QB. You wouldn't have thought that they were, you know, they were competitive. They were making the playoffs. So if you're if you're sitting there thinking that, oh, my team's got a decent QB and and we're not thinking about doing something crazy. The Chiefs had Alex Smith, who was really good for them, playing the best football of his career, and they traded up to get Mahomes. So if somebody thinks that highly of Tua then, you know, it shouldn't, you know, listen, if you don't have the if you don't have a top QB, life in the NFL is really fucking hard. So if you can trade, if two is it, and you can and you can pull off the trade and you get two of that's worth getting the quarterback is worth whatever you give up for him, but you can't miss. So somebody's gonna fuck something up though, I can guarantee that somebody's, you know, listen, we know teams are going to blow this draft. And it will make my life a lot easier if some team just goes buck wild for Tua, dumps every draft pick they've got, and then he's like a bust, the hip doesn't work out, you know. Those are the those are the things that cripple franchises and uh and make the meme Make, make make the meme life that much easier. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. Hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys.
1: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.